0: have to understand, most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert so hopelessly dependent on the system,
1: that they will fight to protect it. The night cold and the stars looked down And you'd hug yourself on the cold, cold ground you wake the morning in a stranger's coat with no one would you see Ask yourself Who'd watch for me? My only friend Who could it be? It's hard to say it I hate to say it But it's probably me I'm on that when red, 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 red bell shit for oh real. Real. Real, 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 real When your is empty And the hunger's so real You're too proud to beg And too dumb to steal, you search the city for your only friend, but no one would you see. Ask yourself who'd watch for me A solitary voice to speak out and set me free. I hate to say it, I hate to say it probably me you're not the easiest person I ever got to know This is your last chance After unsure. this there is no turning back You take the blue pill The story ends you, you wake up in your bed cry. and believe whatever you want to
0: You take the red pill You stay in Wonderland and I show you
1: Just how deep the rabbit hole to Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. Probably...
0: <laughs> Pre designed and predesignated. Right. I mean, our book of life has already been written.
2: Exactly. We, have,
0: we have variations to some of the chapters and stuff based upon our own decisions, but.
3: Right. Right. know yeah, <laughs> right
0: right as you said multiple times good and evil ultimately you know there's good and there's bad and bad is evil or well, bad mm-hmm. is bad well you can define bad as bad and evil right. would be when you do bad things and it affects other people
3: right right so bad things with bad things with intentions with, yes with intentions so because there's some things that we do bad and our intentions are are not to um inflict hurt or pain or something up on someone else and then the reality is things that we do have some type of effect on someone
0: else 100 yes. 100 so we're in high school we're going buck wild not too wild we're experiencing secular life where i guess now have a different circle of friends and stuff when no i
2: mean
3: because i'm in i'm in no (laughs) because i'm in i'm in school with the the same uh people that i um kind of grew up with in school um and the very few um friends that i do have outside of school are the same people that grew up in church with me but they're getting freedom too (laughs) so so we kind of in this thing together
0: (laughs) right right yeah so
3: i never really had a a a change of of my circle Mm -hmm. um yeah, what, it's just that we kind of experience life together.
0: Yes. Yeah. And what would you say like obviously in America you've got I guess like you nerd, you jock, you popular, you cheerleader, like where would you fit in those kind of stereotypical brackets within a, a high school? I
3: was most popular. Um I was I was um uh I was very known, very much known. Um yeah, I was I was popular. I was I was peaches who knew how to sing. <laughs> um because like I said, like football games, Friday night football games in high school, mm. I was singing the national anthems. Um you can't eat them,
0: you can't eat them on videotape, on VCR.
3: No, and you know what? My my drama teacher which would probably which would who would have had videotapes she passed away a couple oh. of years ago and i always regret that i didn't go visit her to see if i can get some because of at that time yeah. it was vhs mm-hmm. some vhs because you know like i um received um we did a we did a stage play that we took it to a um state competition And, um, I won, um, best actress and most versatile actress, actress, um, in the state competition. And like, that was huge, you know, in high
2: school Mm. or whatever.
3: And, um, but yeah, I was in every, I was in everything. So that's what I was known for. I was known for Peaches that, that sings and acts. Yeah.
2: That's what
3: I was, I was known for. Yeah.
2: You was out there
3: kind of like i don't know like um the type of school that i grew up in like we were all so cool like kind of everybody was popular <laughs> <laughs> yeah if that makes sense like everybody was popular in their own in their own way especially once you get to like the the senior class okay. you know yeah all of your football players are popular um you chill like because everybody like hangs together it mm-hmm. wasn't just it wasn't just only football players hanging with football players
0: yeah yeah yeah
3: you know it was like the neighborhood that my cuz my school was in like you know we was in a in a neighborhood that was kind of you know it was it
2: was it was hood so <laughs> so
3: so everybody kind of everybody like hung it wasn't it wasn't um it wasn't particular groups that just um dealt with one another just because they're part of this club or whatever. Yeah. It's just yeah, we just we was we was really close knit and even now when they have like reunions and stuff like that, it's crazy because
2: you know <laughs>
3: everybody comes and everybody who's remembered for what they remember by that's those are the conversations that we have. So yeah.
0: Proper. Did you was there anybody outside of um, yourself was there anybody else from from the high school who became popular well known in the music industry or NFL wise or
3: um now football because we had a really good football team um I don't even remember who who um it was a couple of, of football players like Ted White I don't remember the teams they went to though and they mm-hmm. went to play in NFL it was like Ted White Eric Randall
0: um Eric Randall sounds familiar
3: yeah Eric Eric was our quarterback in 94 oh I'm telling my age <laughs> hey. um but um you got
0: melanin cysts don't even treat
3: <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I, I'm trying to think it was a it was a good bit of them that that went on whether it was to the college or the NFL level successfully in football because we had really really a really like we had a really good football team um and as a matter of fact my senior year I think was like my most heartbreaking year for the the um not my senior year my junior year the football team because we were undefeated Hmm. And we went to, we were going to championship and because the football players got so comfortable with being undefeated. Um, and it was like, it was like, we were almost to the, we were in the playoffs undefeated. And um, I think the football players had got a little too comfortable and they had senior skip day and they went and had a couple of drinks. Um, and the team that they lost to was an unranked team
0: they, yeah they really and, let it go for that that, that
3: yes. game. yes and it was like it was yeah it was like the biggest disappointment ever to where i think if they talk about it now they'll probably
2: still cry
3: because <laughs> it was just yeah it was just like a uh, a very extreme heartbreaking moment, but yeah. So a lot of a lot of people, um, and I was just trying to think, did we have anybody that went and did anything like major, major?
0: So wait a minute. C-Lock's from Baton Rouge as well, right? C from Baton Rouge. Yeah. Of course. C loc. was the
3: voice of Baton Rouge. Yeah. Like C was the master P of Louisiana before Master P.
0: Yes.
3: Yeah. C records. Was.
0: Young bleeds. Camp life. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, Boosie, all of them. Like when we was in uh, in high school, and um, and C loc was out. It was just like going to football games and stuff. I used to. My sister would be driving my mom and dad's car, and I would be acting a fool, hanging out the window. (laughs) Because I'm gonna just let you know, like Baton Rouge. We grow up ratchet in Baton Rouge. I don't care how educated, sophisticated, yes. I don't however you are. I don't care if you went to Southern University or LSU. We ratchet. Mm-hmm,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I hear, I <laughs> hear, I hear it. We
3: don't like to admit that, but we all, like Boosie say we all got a little ratchet up in it. <laughs> and that's just how it is. You know, the females have a little gangster in them way before yep. it is what we see now. Mm. Like these, these these are spoiled wannabe yes. <laughs> the kids. Like we really was thugging it, female yeah. and male, and you know back then. So, um, but it was yeah, it 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 was it was fun coming up out of um, so
2: uh,
0: coming
3: I, out of w- yeah coming up out of Louisiana because our music itself was like
0: oh yeah
3: yeah hard yeah.
0: Hey listen that 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 loke was the first
3: that's my dog too yeah
0: listen he was the first one to hook me up on this boot. and from there from when i heard that that loke and then i heard that mm-hmm. mystical
3: mm-hmm. i
0: was that was it i was just, that was that was just the 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 the, the slang y'all got down there the, you know <laughs> the accent i was uh, cuz for me it for, for me uh, it was always uh, well I grew up east coast with a little bit mm-hmm. of a west influence and mm-hmm. then I stumbled across Rapalot Records Texas and mm-hmm. then it was just Texas anything from Texas everything from Texas and then as I say I found Sea and then it was everything from Louisiana anything I can find <laughs> from Louisiana now I'm getting I still found Brian and Baby I got all that cash money then obviously mm-hmm. Percy and then it you know and then that's how I obviously got introduced to y'all as to you as well. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah,
3: Louisiana, the, the the music we we had um, we had our own music. So, the biggest celebrities to us, besides like Biggie or Tupac, mm-hmm. you know. But the biggest celebrities to us were always our local people <laughs> because um not just because they was local, but the music was nice. The music went hard. So um, what's what
0: yeah, what's your thoughts on um Magnolia Slimmaker A Soldier Slim Rising Paradise?
3: Uh that's my dog. That was my dog. Yeah. That was my dog. He um Slim Slim was gangster slim was very gangster (laughs) but if you knew him you knew like slim was a clown like he was funny
2: yes you know
3: he 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 was funny he talked certain things he would say uh you know slick talking but it would be it, it would be funny and uh he would say serious things But you would laugh at him uh, just just by the way he would come across. That was my dog, man. I really um, knowing where he was headed to in his music career, Mm -hmm. um, you know, at that moment, he was really at a, a pivotal moment. Of um basically on his rise, which this, you know, unfortunately, this is a lot of rappers' story. Oh, no. Um when they're when they're at their they're they're about to be at their peak, you know, yep. to um unfortunate situations happen. And and that was one um with Slim. When I got the call, you know, um stating that he had been killed. I was just like, wow, I was I was devastated.
0: Because that was my dog. Definitely, yeah. it's it's just. Dis- was there? Was anyone actually convicted? Do you know? Okay, I didn't. Know. Yeah, that was a. That, that was a. That
3: was. You know the streets don't talk. That's how they how I go. That's what they say.
0: <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I mean, as you say, he was making a lot of noise with that cutthroat committee and. The, the collaborations he was doing with chopper city and bg obviously free bg Trustly, he's gonna be mm-hmm. coming home soon right um and see murder we got matt. Right. matt matt came home july
3: yes 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 i'm i'm anxious I, i'm so ready to, to see him um i know if i was still in louisiana i probably would have seen him by now but hopefully i get a chance to see him if he comes to dallas when they go on tour mm. um i would love to see him but yes that's that's my brother
0: Hundred percent You grew up around with, um not but some talented individuals, mate, especially on the, uh, even outside of Sea Locke and Louisiana. I mean, specifically more on, on the, the no limit side. Um right. how let's let's transition to that to that actually. How did how did that connection with, with Percy and all that? How did all that sort of transpire? Well, um,
3: a group of friends um, and family members, um, a few group of females, we all went to a Mia X concert. Um, Mia X had a concert at a club. Mama Mia, yeah, she had a she had a concert at a club that we uh, would normally go to, and um, so we went to the concert. And after the concert, uh, we were on a highway, and um, we were headed you know, just back wherever home from the concert. And we just noticed like cars on the highway that were very unfamiliar because Baton Rouge is, is not big. So mm-hmm. we knew, kind of knew everybody and was like wondering if if that was them, if that was the people from No Limit. So we kind of trailed them and um we followed them back to this building, which at that time we did not know that it was their studio. Um, but we followed them back to this building and we kind of parked off to the side cause we was just <laughs> trying to look at, Scofino. you know, we were like, yeah, you know, we were, you know, we were young and we were looking like, you know, is that them or whatever? I didn't really know too many of the people by face or whatever, but a couple of us did. So they were calling out like who was who. And eventually somebody came over to the car and I cannot remember if it was Mac that came first um, to the car, like to see who is this and what y'all want.
2: Mm. And,
3: um, so he came or uh, I couldn't remember if it was him or a from, uh, prime suspects, but it was one of them and they came to the car first. And when they realized it was females, you know, we was asking like, can we take pictures and things like that? So we did. And, um, while we were talking to them and taking pictures, um, Moby Dick, had pulled up and he was getting ready to leave out and he stopped and and we spoke to him and we told him that because i was with my cousins who we were a a group in church we told him we told him that we knew how to sing or whatever and he was like oh really or whatever so he got our information but he never called he never he never got in touch with us um and what's crazy is about maybe a week or two later I was um, I went to a talent show with another uh, um, rapper from Baton Rouge. Um, was going to a talent show, and I went with him and and um, the people that were with him. And Moby Dick just so happened to be at that talent show, and I told him, I reminded him that I was one of the females that he met, and da da da. Well, at this point, he he got to hear me sing, so um he got my number and um next thing I know one night he was calling and asking like you ready to record you ready to get in the studio we need somebody to come sing I was like yeah so um I didn't have a vehicle at the time so he came and got me he picked me up and he brought me to the studio and that's when I first recorded uh Life or Death on c Murder. c Murder. Yeah, that was the first song that I recorded. And from there, I just I just started singing on everything that I possibly could.
0: Okay. So 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 at what point did Pete or did you did you you got the tank, right?
3: I did. Um I would say I had probably been around for maybe Almost a year, um, like six or seven months, or it may have been almost a year, um, if not a year, that I finally, um, I finally got my tank, and and signed my contract. But it was it was after I had recorded like a, a couple of a good bit of songs with them already. Yeah. And and finally I got signed. As a matter of fact, it was not too long before i took my picture for um the pictures for my photo album i mean for my my album cover
0: right
3: yeah i had recently been signed before right before that
0: so i guess all of the work previous to your signing was just um i don't know how you'd call it in industry but just on consignment kind of thing so whatever you produce you just be you know whatever you songs you did you'd be paid for that song and then work so
3: for you, hire
0: yes in, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah okay and what was so what was the vibe like then so you get the call movie comes and picks you up and you go to this studio did it was it was it at this point was there no limit actually outside like the tank and all that was it or was it like a non-discreet building like you wouldn't know what was it was it? a non
3: it was a it was like a corporate building full of different
0: businesses ah. yeah
3: so um yeah, it's it's not something you could just go to and, and yeah, or you wouldn't even know that it's there if you didn't know that they were there. Um so yeah, it was a it was a, a big building with a whole lot of businesses. Um, but anyways, we got there or whatever, and I was nervous, but I was excited. I was I was ready.
0: Mm-hmm. Um I was seeing
4: He
3: was cool. He was he was laid back, he was just like, "What's you know.
4: You know? <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> that's,
3: that's just how he was, because he was for one, he was writing.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: He was writing. And um when Moby brought me in, he introduced me and Steve was just like, What's y'all And um and he just kept on with writing. Um and Moby brought me into the booth and basically let me hear the song and he told me how the hook is gonna go. And we just recorded it like one take yeah because it it was natural Natural.
0: I knew you were going to say that (laughs) yeah it
3: was yeah it was natural that's that's one of the the biggest things that I uh missed about music and the music industry no disrespect to those because I know that it is so widespread now with like producers and things like that mm-hmm. so you're able to just like go online and find beats and stuff like that but i am so used to the organic yeah way of making music um the quote-unquote
0: traditional way young lady
3: yeah to me it's like when it's organic you both you vibing mm-hmm. and you have two creators you know, coming up with this, this chemistry to, to make this magic. Um, I, I, even though I know it still exists, but it is washed down a whole lot more so with just getting beats.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: but yeah so everything went smooth and I just remember like Moby had gave me the hook to sing and then at the very end he was just like just do your thing you know just do you just ad lib and go off or whatever so of course I went to church <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so I guess there's another there's another there's another minute plus that wasn't actually added wasn't part really the track. <laughs> right
3: yeah yeah at the very end when I'm just ad libbing it's just he was just like just go out just say whatever whatever so
0: I was like, okay, okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm going I'm gonna pull what, I, what's, on, on my mind, out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, pre doing your actual album itself, what was the, what was some of the best appearances that you, that you, you really enjoyed doing, or you heard back and thought, I really like how I sounded on that.
2: Um.
3: Life or death, of course. Yes. And, um, um, even though um, the Prime Suspects album um, didn't get promoted and pushed as much as it, it should have, because it a was good a album. really dope. Yeah. It good
0: was, album. It
3: was um, Prime Suspects.
0: Yeah, very good album.
3: Yes, it. You know, it was really dope. Um, but the their first single, the liquidation of the um, ghetto. Even though I didn't do like anything major on it, um, I kind of like the the vibe yes. of that song because um right now while I'm talking about it, all I'm thinking about is the end when I'm saying
0: yes. So
4: yeah,
3: so um that was one of my favorites. Um, of course, crazy about you. Uh, with mercedes that's um Ooh, definitely yeah. uh like that that one uh, that one to uh, never that one to uh, never go away that's that's like one that I still to this day sometimes uh, listen to um,
0: I'm surprised that p in his wisdom didn't put do a, a like a trio with you Mercedes and Moby
3: mm, mm, yeah that would have been nice <laughs> that
0: would have been dope. Man. Yeah.
3: And speaking of Moby, my song, my song with uh, Moby, I really like, I I even really like the vibe with making that song with Moby. Um,
0: Is that because on Texas Harmony?
3: Was... Yes. On and you know Harmony, what? I, um... I
0: didn't get the album, strangely enough. I wasn't able to get the album.
3: Really? Mm. Moby Moby had a really nice album. And the song that we did was kind of, it had the old school like Peaches and Herb vibe or something yeah. to it. You know, that's the, the, the song that we did was kind of, you know, if, at, for at my age, because I'm, you know, 19 at that time. I'm like, mm-hmm. so it it sounded like a classical type um you know classic song to me like something that my parents probably would have listened to Mm
1: -hmm. back
3: in their days whatever so that was another one um man
0: you did so many I know it's hard yeah (laughs)
3: and I'm like um with magic uh makes me want to get away
0: rising paradise mr magic
3: yes yes him and chastity yes makes me want to get away was one of my um favorites you know i just i can recall the moment of
0: was that on, um, what, what album was that was that white eyes or was that sky's the limit
3: that was no um it's in between sky's the limit and white eyes because i believe sky's the limit was his first album. first
0: one yeah yeah yeah
3: and then he dropped another one Ooh. i can't think of the name of the album because he did white eyes after after that mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
3: I can I can't think of that i can't I can't put my um remember All it good. right now
2: oh
0: good
3: but but it was a it was a dope album that's the thing that's the one with night War yes uh yeah and that's me <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that album went that yeah that album went hard um uh, and I actually was around him while he made that album so that was like um that was dope because Magic was a, uh, we always would tease him and be like, boy, you're going to be a preacher because of the way that he would move in the, when he was recording, like, he okay. moved like a yeah, he yeah. moved like a preacher, like how a preacher is behind a pulpit. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he would be. Um, and because it's so many with Mac and C, um, I don't really have favorites with them. Because everything that we worked on together was like dope. It was organic. Um, It was, um, it was, it, it, it it, to me, um, if I could say working with um, the most memorable, it would be um, talking. That's right. Thugging. Yes, that was it. That was it. That was it. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, those, those are the two most memorable um of No Limit. And and one of the songs too that I really liked doing was Boonopolis with with Master P. Mm.
2: Um,
3: you know, to me that was my more sense. Matt to called me uh Peaches J Blige. To me, that that particular song was more so my uh my pieces j blige um vibe on yes. that on two novelists. so yeah
0: yeah anyway, i guess making your own album how fun was that
3: i never got to make it what we had I the album to... cover and all that there everybody had an album cover look this is what p did like okay um this group of people gonna start working on the album okay so y'all get ready y'all gonna take let me tell you how i took my album cover picture i was in california and we were working on um i was in california and i believe this was the time that no it wasn't because my hairstyle was different no okay i don't know i was in california um, and we were working on somebody's album. I think it might have been Mercedes album during the time we were. And just out the blue, I get a call from it was one of the ladies that worked um, at, I believe, Party. And she called me and she was like, um, Percy just called me and told me to come get you from the hotel and take you to go, go get some clothes to go take photos. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that's how that happened. Um, We went, she came, she picked me up from the hotel. We went to the mall, got a couple of things to to put on. And she took me to wherever this place was to take photos. And I did a photo shoot. And that was a photo shoot for my, yeah, that was a photo shoot for my album cover. So the next album that came out, that album cover was on their um, CDs for um, promotion coming soon yeah and so i don't really know anybody else's story but we all ended up on on,
2: <laughs> on the album
3: <laughs> covers with our album covers so i don't even really know it cuz it wasn't like they weren't with me so we didn't all take them at the same time but they we all was posted on whoever dropped the album we were posted on their next album cover as you know coming
2: soon
0: so so at this time i had kind of, as, as we built on offline, I kind of was falling out of love with music at this kind of time. Mm-hmm. So was there any other albums that were advertised that didn't come out?
3: Oh, yes. QB and, man, Papa. I just found
0: oh, out. Oh, shit. Like, Papa, I forgot about him.
3: Yeah. And I just saw where he he, I don't know if he got killed or if he just passed away. I don't know what happened. I just saw like two, three days ago where oh, somebody no. posted him and put RIP and I'm like, I, me and XL was talking the other day and I we literally was just mentioning Popeye. So <sighs> uh, yeah, I yeah, I don't know what happened because I didn't get to get the details yet. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, he passed away. But Popeye, QB, Sam, um, who else didn't get the uh i forgot the little soldier's dad name but he free freedom free or freedom whatever his name was i can't remember free or freedom um portia erica fox
0: okay yeah these these these, these, this is at a time where these you mentioned all these names now and i kind of know them but i don't necessarily associated with an, as a no limit artist kind of thing because as I say at that time because
3: they right and that and they came more so they came the tail was towards the very end but I know I had been there at least over a year by the time um, Portia and Erica Fox came so yeah but every all of us had album covers that was supposed to be coming coming soon that and, never, and, they never were released.
0: And the... Oh, and the twins. Two for one. I can't forget. Twins?
3: Who in F were there for they? Yeah, yeah, they were, they were, they were...
0: They weren't getting um, able, were they? Because they got dropped from...
3: No, these were girls. These were oh. girl twins. And, yeah, they they was on, I can't remember whose album, but they made it to a few albums. Um... But yeah,
0: they came around. Mm. Two for one. No, I think they
3: came around the same time Portia came around. Yeah, P. P. has signed a good bit of people. Do you, th- do
0: you think in hindsight now with with you know with with maturity on your side now do you think he was strategically to sign up people just to basically just hold the talent basically some talent i guess within no limit rather than them, them allowing them to go to maybe cash money because i guess they were pretty hot at this kind of time as well
3: he was just about making money so he was grabbing whatever um he could market. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. At that time, it was more so about, about that time when he like really just started grabbing people and grabbing people. It was about um, marketing because everything was selling. So, you know, anybody that was coming, well, I'm not going to say anybody because I don't know who all he was meeting, but a lot of the people who were coming, he was just signing them because no limit is high and people buying no limit it is not necessarily so much who the artist is the people buying it so
0: look see um, if yeah. it had a tank on it i was yeah. buying it
3: yeah
0: uh, it didn't matter <laughs> it just did yeah. not matter at so that he time ran with that yeah, yeah yeah
3: it was a million people like that <laughs> so he ran with it and he ran with it until you know Wheels fell, the wheels <laughs> fell off
0: man the wheels unfortunately fell yeah. off the damn thing well yep. P being the uh the constant sort of professional and entrepreneur he's doing his thistle and he's branched off and doing all kind of different things um were, were you with we was you approached to do to be part of the um that BET thing the chronicles
3: no 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 i i I wasn't expected to be um actually I had gotten a call asking me if I had even known about it because i didn't even i don't, I don't watch t v or anything um so I didn't even know about it till um someone called and asked me, was I going or had they interviewed me and I was like, no, I didn't know anything about it or whatever and um that was that, and then uh, of course, once I knew about it, I kind of looked it up and I saw where uh, when it was supposed to um, premiere or whatever. And I think I watched like a part of the first yeah. episode, and that was it. I didn't, I didn't watch any more of it.
0: Why was that, sis?
3: Um, a lot of a lot of the people who should have been there wasn't Were there. there? I was, I'm not even just talking about me. I mean, but if you can't, you can't say No Limit Records without saying Beast Spot a
0: Pound. Exactly. That was one of the biggest things I was thinking. Well, that's well, your
3: sound. That was that was your sound. Like, that's what made, you know,
0: yeah.
3: you know, you, you have one thing that you have to do is give credit where credit is due and um, not think for one second that everything was just you. Um there was a reason why people why no limit music went hard like the way that it went hard because of your KLC and your Odell and I mean really? the yeah your Odell, your Craig B,
2: Craig your B. Carlos, your yes. you
3: know, your Moby, okay. like mm. yeah, that's 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 your sound. So give credit where credit is due. Like who knows if No Limit would have been where it got to without these dudes? You don't, we don't know because th- that's what your sound was. That's who made those hard hitters. And um I can't I can't see how a No Limit Chronicles was done and I'm not seeing them.
0: And yeah, that number one. And then also we missed quite a lot of artists, which were, were, yeah, were, were a were whole pivotal. lot of them. Yeah, even and
3: even with even with Mac and C being incarcerated yes. at that time, being incarcerated at that time, I am more than sure that maybe something could have been done mm. to get them recorded. You know, mm. um, they've been on videos. So, mm. so you know, I, I, I can't see not getting, allowing them to be a part of something that, like I said,
2: yeah,
3: that this is this is what made you know you you do yeah you have your meal, your mystical and your silk and your Serbom, and you know from that beginning, um, but you also had your you know th- there is no tru without the murder there is no no limit without Mac like that's back then that's what mm-hmm. it was it wasn't just um. Who you saw on the chronicles? Like that means that the the whole story is not being told.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. And also, we could have we could have. I, I don't I don't know. It's there's There is a lot of characters that play pivotal parts within that. Of course. But at the same time, I mean, rising paradise, soldier slim, big eds right. the assassin. How about a little thing to say? You know, these two characters were in this also. Um, and we're pivotal is, parts. of Yeah, the tank. and
3: and where is the where is the the, the tribute mm. to them? You know, where is the tribute to magic? You know,
0: magic as well. Yes, exactly. Yeah,
3: yeah. Where is the tribute to the the soldiers that are no longer here? Like you said, the Big Ed, like especially Big Ed. You know, he was
0: there from the day day they won, dot, right? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And and he was married to P's first cousin. So oh. um, yeah, he's not just an artist he was family to him ah. so um you know yeah where where are these where where is the um where are the flowers being given to yes people that deserve them dead or alive
0: skoldoggery bars are not skoldoggery okay. as well
3: yeah yeah skull yeah um even with v9 and pokey You know, we heard their names all throughout songs. You know, from No Limit, like you know, watching the movies back then. Um, I got the hookup, and
2: uh, like, where where
3: are these people? Because one of the things that I've learned about No Limit is that everybody had a fan base. Mm
2: -hmm. Everybody,
3: it's it's not that all the fans didn't just love one or two people. Like you may have been a fan of someone and not a fan of someone else, but that person had fans. Mm -hmm. So um, that that is something that you cannot take away from people is that people had fans and the opportunity came at the record label, but the love from the fans came from their heart. If that makes any sense.
2: Makes it wasn't sense. just
3: because they're no limit. It's just like not only are there no limit, but I like them. I might like the way they sound. I might like the way they look. I might like, whatever it is, they gain the fan. And and hey, everybody deserves what they deserve. Mm.
0: Is yeah. it's full blooded still around?
3: Right. Hound, yeah. That's my dude. Hound is um, you know, he's in New Orleans doing his thing. Um, I the think I last seen how give me just a second because I need to go get my charger for my laptop. I, I, I apologize. Give me one second.
0: Thanks for taking the time to tune into CFR Network.
4: been home. And we, if we